Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again at 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. We're back for probably about an hour. Going to talk about Golden State. Going to talk about Boston. Going to even talk about Aaron Donald, and then we'll end because... Essentially, there's been nothing that's been going on. It's the summer. There's not a lot of sports. Pause the music. I recorded the Dodgers. I recorded the Dodgers about a couple of days ago. First and foremost, hi, I'm back. Uh, but a couple of days ago, I bitched about the uh, the MLB's schedule and how absolutely terrible it is and how i cannot watch the dot the dodgers the dodgers how i haven't seen like the dodgers play in like specifically how i have not seen clayton kershaw play in like a month like i i have not scratched that two months i've not seen him throw a ball in about a month i am very very sad i am checking the schedule to see if clayton kershaw has he, he didn't pitch in the uh in the Mets series it looks like he, he hasn't pitched in like a week why are there so many baseball games it doesn't make any sense yeah he hasn't pitched it, he i'm praying to god that he will pitch against the white Sox, as the dodgers will probably go on to destroy the white Sox because the dodgers are one of the best baseball teams in the MLB. Boy, it feels awesome to be a fan of a winning team and of a popular team. Anyways, again, we will talk about Aaron Donald. We'll open with Aaron and then we will close with Golden State and uh, Boston in game one and game two. Ladies and gentlemen, excited to be back. Excited to get back. I'm back. 24. 24 spots. So it's about a four minute song. I don't know, they use certain parts of the song. They don't use the beginning because at the beginning of the song, he says, I woke up this morning and bought yourself, bought myself a gun. But in this, in this actual, in the actual theme song, he says, you woke up this morning and bought yourself a gun. But he doesn't say that in the song. So. Anyways, Sopranos, super awesome TV show. I've been watching the entirety of season two. Love it. It's what I expected the Sopranos to be. I don't know why people are, are higher on season one than season two. I don't know. Like I, like, I thought that season one was going to, like, I thought I was, I was just like stupid for not, loving the first season and it turns out it's like no i'm right i'm like no i'm right i'm right everybody else is wrong like i'm sorry if you like season one over season two i don't i like i i don't get you i i really don't it's like the episodes were super disconnected the um the plot was very very slow going like it took like six episodes for something 
interesting and awesome to happen or something connected to happen. And then it's just like, oh, no, it literally took like uh, in season two, like one or two episodes. It was awesome. Season two. Mwah, 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 mwah. I love season two. Season one. Eh, it's all right. All right. I'm like figure out. The season by season thing, where is it? Ba, 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 ba. I'm on like IMDB right now and I'm like, where can I find the season by season breakdown? So that way I can see how people are, see, see, I, I don't know, IMDB is confusing. I always see like season two seasons. Mad Men, hold on, Mad Men is a 15 year old show. It's been going on since 2007 no fucking way why okay no it's it stopped almost 10 years after it began it stopped in 2015 i'm like why is it going on for 10 years doesn't make any sense yeah like i mean i'm on cbr cbr ranked season three is the best season Season two is the third best season and season one is the first. It's just like, how? Why? I, I, like, I don't understand it. But apparently season three is supposed to be one of the best. I am so excited. I'm about to get into it. it, it it's gearing up to look like it's got to be one of the best. Oh, boy. Where was I for the last four days? I was on an awesome holiday trip. I was, on, I was at a family reunion. Got an awesome t-shirt out of it, too. Awesome t-shirt, went to the East Coast, visited some family on the East Coast. I, Or technically speaking, I live in the East Coast. I live in Florida. But East Coast being like Northeast, visited some family up there. Uh, Want to move there. Literally went to a state park and saw people frolicking in the woods in the summertime. In Florida, it is balls to the wall, hot as balls. Up there, it's it gets chilly at night. By chilly, I mean it gets like 60 degrees. Whenever you hear like people from LA be like, oh yeah, it gets like 60 degrees down here like every single night, 60, 50 degrees. I'm like, bullshit. Then I went up to the Northeast. It gets chilly at night. Like, what is this witchcraft? You realize in the South, it's like 110 degrees right now. It's insanity. It's insanity how hot it is. They're like, oh, you know, it gets a little bit chilly at night. Gotta bring a jacket was able to wear a long sleeve shirt and a hoodie all day the first day that I went out there. I literally got depressed or a little bit sad when I landed back in Texas because I was flying in and out of Texas uh, to, to the East Coast. And it's like I, I flew in from Florida to Texas and then I flew out from Texas to the East Coast, which was a little bit annoying, but I was flying with my family and things of that nature. But... Point is, long story short, I landed back in Texas and I could feel the heat as I exited the plane. It was the most depressing thing ever because first and foremost, the East Coast is lovely. I don't know what people are, I don't know why people shit all over the East Coast. It's one of the best places to live. Northeast at the very least. Like damn, everybody's talking about coastal elites. Hell, I'm one of them. I hate Florida. It's humid, it's hot. I hate Texas now, too. What the fuck is going on with Texas? Anyways. 
I'm from Texas. I'm like, I can't stand it. I'd rather get, hey, sign me up to, to live in the Northeast. Goodness gracious. Anyways, sorry about that. I was also building my new Lego Batman model car. Not Lego Batman, the Batman model car. Uh, the Batman being the, the new Batman movie. Lego came out with a awesome uh, reinterpretation of the car that I was supposed to build with my sister over the weekend, except we just never got uh, got to it. Lego Batman. I'm like Googling it now. But in collaboration with Lego and for kind of like a promotion of the Batman, they made this really, really sweet, awesome, awesome, awesome uh, rendition of the uh, the Batmobile in the movie. And it looks fucking awesome. And I've been building it for like three, four hours. It is a monster. It is ginormous. It is very, very detailed. It is very, very hard to build. I like had to go back a couple of steps because literally I screwed up like a couple parts of it, but I'm very excited. I'll very excited. I'm like, I want to go back and build it again or start building again tonight, which I probably will. We'll see what happens. Anyways, that's why I'm late today because I was building my Lego Batman Batmobile. I'm going to try and finish it off tomorrow, but I mean, it's like, it's a good 10 plus hours of work that I'm staring down the barrel of right now. But also I'm watching the, what is it? The, uh, the match, the Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers thing that happened over like literally the day that I was leaving. I was so sad because it was just starting as I was leading. I was appalled by it. But I'm watching that as I'm going and building over my new Batmobile. It's weird how little like good quotes have come out of it because I was watching it and I was like, people aren't just clipping it. They're just, they're not clipping it correctly and they're not getting the good juicy stuff. And I was right. I was like, literally everything that everybody is showcasing off from the match is just garbage and um, everything that's actually on the match. By the way, why was it on Memorial Day? Why was it on a Wednesday? Like usually for me, it's usually on Memorial Day or the day after or the day before, excuse me, Memorial Day. Like it's on the Sunday or the Monday before Memorial Day. They moved it to like a Wednesday. I'm like, what? The cool thing about the match was that I could just stay at home and like lazily watch the match as it was going on and, you know, like, like have some fun and have a nice little cookout. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to move it. To Wednesday? Terrible decision. Whoever thought that was a good decision? Terrible. Terrible. God-awful decision. I hated the, de the decision. I still hate the decision. Terrible. Terrible decision. But uh, it was awesome. At least the parts that I saw were really, really awesome. Anyways. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Let's start off with Aaron Donald. So before I left, I predicted the new Aaron Donald contract. If you don't know, if you haven't heard the news, Aaron Donald has a new life-changing contract extension, or really not an extension. They just added on money. They just gave him more money because he's Aaron Donald and he can do that. 
but they gave Aaron Donald some more money. And we'll talk about why they gave him more money in a couple of minutes, but I wanted also count my wins here a little bit. I always talk about how I very rarely count my wins because I'm always winning and everybody else is always losing. I feel worse about my losses than about my wins. But Aaron Donald, right? I predicted that Aaron didn't want like $40 million. I felt that he wanted in the ballpark of $30 million to $35 million annually as what would probably be his final contract, it appears, in the NFL. And boy, howdy, was I right. It looks like it's going to average out his additional money that he's getting onto his current three-year extension. It looks about to uh, to essentially average out to about like $31 million annually. Bada bing, bada boom, over the cap has it. Thank God we can kind of break it down. Okay. Maybe they haven't gotten it. I don't know. Or I guess the contract gets voided. Yes, 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 yes. It does. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, but next three years, give or take, he's going to make a little bit over $90 million, $90 million additional dollars for the next three years. It looks like his cap numbers are going to be $24 million, $38 million, and then $31 million respectively. Again, we're talking about pretty much like in the ballpark of like $31 million annually as a player, which is super, super awesome for him. Is this a good deal? Of course it is. Why is it a good deal? Well, first and foremost, it gives them one final shot to make a push for the Super Bowl. I said it once, I'll say it twice, I'll say it three times. Quarterbacks didn't matter in that game. It was one of the only games besides, I think, the 2020 Super Bowl that I was like, oh, yeah, it it didn't matter what quarterback was on what team. Quarterbacks didn't matter. I was watching, ironically enough, the Patriots game against the uh, the Eagles, the Patriots Super Bowl against the Eagles, the 2017 Patriot game where the Eagles played and won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. How is that not talked about more is insanity to me. But... In that game, I was like, if Tom Brady was on the Eagles, the Eagles would have won, and it wouldn't have even been close because Tom Brady had carried that god-awful, indigestion-producing defense by the New England Patriots. Some people could also say that the, uh, what is it, that the Eagles also had a bad defense. I'm like, no, I think Tom Brady just had Rob Rob Gronkowski. Who the fuck's going to match up with Rob Gronkowski? Like, like people forget about that Super Bowl. Rob Gronkowski did not have, like, a great first half. That second half, he popped off. Especially that third quarter. He fucking popped off like he was Stephen Curry in the third quarter. We will talk about that in a couple of minutes as well. But going all the way back to Aaron Donald and his contract extension today, look, he already talked about how he gets eight seasons in the NFL. He's done. He has cured about six. He's around the ballpark, right? Really? Is it six or is it seven or eight? It's been like eight. I don't know what over the cap. Oh, it's been like seven or eight. Yeah, it's been seven or eight. Yeah, I was right. Like, I don't know what over the cap is doing. Like, over the cap, wake up. He hasn't occurred six seasons. He's occurred like seven or eight. He's going into his seventh season. He's been playing since like 2014. He's going into his really ninth season. 2014. Ian is when he's been. When he, when he got drafted, excuse me. But 
Aaron, as I've said before, I was like, Aaron is the linchpin of that football team. He is the anchor. He is the core. Where he goes, they go. Especially now that Indomitian Sue really isn't there and Von Miller, it's kind of like he's by himself. So, most important player on the team, really outside of Matt Stafford because they didn't win a Super Bowl when they didn't have a quarterback. When Jared Goff was a quarterback, they sucked in the Super Bowl. They got their asses whooped by the Patriots. Aaron, by the way, the interesting part about Aaron, Aaron really hasn't had great playoff games. He just had a great playoff sequence this year. Don't believe me? Again, watch the Super Bowl. Like, he wasn't great. You could argue Indomitian Sue was better. Same thing goes against the Saints. Same thing goes against the Cowboys. Like, Indomitian Sue had a way better playoff sequence than Aaron Donald. And then we can mention a lot of other examples like Aaron Donald against Green Bay. And he had like a, he, he gutted through an injury there. But for the most part, Aaron Donald hasn't really had like great playoff games, right? It's more been offenses overshadowed the defense. Offense has been great. Offense has played great. Aaron has kind of not really shown up. But again, he showed up this time because he probably was thinking about retiring. And he did. He strongly considered it, which is what I had said before. I was like, I don't think this is smoke. I think this is real. But I also thought that he would be enticed out of going into retirement for $31 million annually. Some people are like, is it all about the money, 24? It's just like, it's not all about the money, but a lot of it is. A lot of it is. It just depends on the player and the position that they're in. For some guys, it can be. Some guys, it isn't. I don't, for example... I don't think Tom Brady is playing football right now for money. I think he stopped really caring about money. He wants to be paid like he's Tom Brady. But I think the whole, I want to be the most, the highest paid player in the NFL. I think that ship has sailed for Tom. And I think the reason for that is, is that A, he's got a wife that's worth $300 million. And B, it's just like Tom Brady is probably worth something similar. Like Tom, actually, I think Giselle's worth like, double or triple that he's worth Giselle is rich rich Giselle Bunchkin she's like rich rich super rich and I think that's why he's just like I don't really like I don't care my wife earns more money than me why do I care about how much money I make but he's also like give me my 40 million (laughs) dollars give me my 40 million dollars I'm Tom Brady you're you're not hey you're paying me and you're and I don't and I am not cheap But Tom's not playing football for money. Tom is playing to win. And I think the same thing with Aaron, Aaron Donald, is I think it's similar. I think he's playing for both. He wants to win. He also wants to make money. He's like, I'm a millionaire. I've provided now for my family. I've earned enough money to be able to make a significant living. And now I want to retire in happiness. And I think he will in like three years. I think he'll be done. And I think he'll look back on his career and be like, I was one of the best defensive. I've been, I'm one of the best defensive players since Lawrence Taylor. Boom. It's just that simple. And he is. The interesting thing about Aaron is, will he be as great of a football player as he once was last year? I don't know. We could see a decline because no Von Miller. And also because literally every single team has probably watched the Super Bowl multiple times. We'll see. 
and their playoff run to get inspired and also to study the champs. But it will be a very, very interesting kind of couple of years because I think Aaron's going, because I think some of the best players in the league are going to be retiring in the next couple of years. Aaron Donald's going to be retiring and Tom Brady's going to be retiring. And maybe even Aaron Rodgers, we may see him retire as well. Hmm. We'll see. Not surprised that he wanted and got 30 million. Not surprised about the Rams. Not surprised at all. Is that it? Is that all I got for Aaron? I think so. I thought it was a good deal. Rams get another shot to be able to to uh to make a push for the playoffs once again. Aaron gets his money. It will be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years after he retires because it's like they kind of don't have anyone besides Jalen. And when and he does, he being Aaron, he does so much for that defense that it's like I mean, you're essentially losing not only one of your best players in the NFL. You know what? The loss of Aaron Donald is like Dallas without Micah Parsons. All right. Dallas without Micah Parsons, their defense was shitty. It was terrible. It was embarrassing. It was god-awful. It was one of the worst defenses in the NFL. With Micah Parsons, oh, this is way better. They're like literally one of the best defenses in the NFL. I think that's the effect that it'll have. Maybe not to that extent, but... To the point where the Rams are just unrecognizable without Aaron. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Final thing we got, I got for you today. Again, I don't have a lot. Just some thoughts on the playoff series, Golden State versus Boston. So, game one, uh, I did not watch really all of it. I think it was, when was it? It was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. I flew in on um i flew i first and foremost changed time zones twice flew into texas late 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 left here wednesday flew into texas got to my hotel room with my dad 11 12 o'clock at night something like that my sister also uh had to wait for her as well just to make sure she got settled in my dad i don't know what time he got back but got into the hotel room 11 12 o'clock at night Again, I'm on East Coast time. This is Central Standard Time. Literally woke up three hours later to catch a flight. Hope, hopefully, I never fucking do that ever again. Holy shit, that was exhausting. Bunch of people in Houston also were catching super early in the morning flights. And I was dog-ass tired. Saw my family. That raised my spirits. Bought a gigantic monster. Crushed it. And uh, went to see the African American Museum. I was exhausted by the end of the day. I was exhausted. I fell asleep in and out watching the game, but essentially we know the gist. Warriors blew an absolutely winnable game against the Boston Celtics. Blew it, completely blew it. You blew it! Blew the game against the Boston Celtics. Up by 12 points going into the fourth quarter. And then Boston just absolutely turned it on. And like, I think hit like six of 12 threes or something ridiculous like that against Golden State. 
it was a shocking turn of events, especially because for the majority of the game, I felt that Golden State had had a firm grasp on the game. Granted, the game was a lot closer than uh, than it would have appeared. It was just like I felt like Golden State was going to win the entire game, the game for uh, for the entirety of the game, at least the entirety of the game that I was you know awake for. And then uh, they absolutely fumbled the uh, the fourth quarter. They got they let forty points be scored on them in the fourth quarter. That hasn't happened, I don't think, in the entirety of the playoffs. Jason Tatum at 12 points. It's just like Jason Tatum at 12 points. And uh, yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, I say that in like a good, bad way where it's just like, yeah, he had 12 points, but they still were able to win a basketball game without him really scoring a bunch of points. Right. Again, 40 points in the fourth quarter. They were they destroyed the Warriors. I said something interesting about Boston before I left. I said, Boston is an inconsistent basketball team. Boston will have great games and then bad games and then great games and then bad games and then great, bad, great, bad, great, bad. So what happened yesterday is a perfect encapsulation of that. Boston... After beating the Warriors 120, I'm trying to fucking press on the game for some reason. It's not letting me see it. Let me just refresh the page because the page is broken. But Boston, after going 120, 109, not 109, 108 against the Warriors, shooting 50% from three, hitting 21 of 41. They then go down to the Warriors, 107-88, hitting a nice 40% from three, but literally hitting 37% from everywhere else, which is insanity. And then, right, we talked about inconsistency in play. Jalen Brown had 17 points after having 28. Al Horford had two points. Robert Williams had two points. Ball game, 88-107 Golden State. Now I'm like, oh, Golden State's winning this series. Like, Boston is the younger team. Boston is the sexier team. Jason Tatum can drop 40 on you. No problem like that. But they're way too inconsistent. They're way too inconsistent. And do you want to know who's having... And you want to know what's interesting about the Warriors? Just in general? A, Stephen Curry is having an amazing playoffs i mean he's dropping 25 plus points a night super consistent super reliable the only game that he really wasn't reliable in that i can think of was the closeout game against the dallas mavericks where i was like this is not as good as every other game that i've seen him play again play in excuse me in the playoffs and then clay thompson has just been absolutely diabolically horrible for the playoffs i remember colin coward was like clay thompson's good i'm like no clay thompson is terrible I don't know what's going on with Clay. 11 points. Like, look, Clay could get you like 20 to 25. Again, like that. For some weird reason, he's only getting you 11, but they're getting help from Jordan Poole. They're getting help from Kevon Looney. They're getting help from Andrew Wiggins and, you know, from other places. By the way, Kevon Looney, I don't know what, like, Kevon Looney can also 
have really, really awesome moments and really, really like he can have awesome plays, awesome moments. Then it's just like, I will watch Kevon Looney play and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, Kevon? I want him to be more aggressive as a center. If they collapse on Curry, that does not mean that you hesitate. I, I get so frustrated seeing Kevon Looney play. I'm like, Kevon, be aggressive. Attack the basket. You have the size. You have the space. They aren't collapsing on you. They're leaving you free. I want him to be more violent. I want him to be a lot more aggressive, and he doesn't. He could get, like, almost 20 points in some of these games if he just attacks more. I get it. He's got the splash pros. But damn, just attack more. I, like, I see like a couple of plays where I'm just like, if you were faster, if you were more aggressive, quicker, it would be a free basket. It would be an aggressive basket. It would be a physical basket, but it would be a basket. But then every single time I watch him play, I'm like, why aren't you more aggressive? You should be more aggressive. Why aren't you attacking the basket more? Attack the basket. Why does Stephen Curry have to wait and watch as you like fumble the ball and try and make a decision on whether or not you're going to try and take a shot. Attack the defense. Make your team more versatile. I, I don't know why he doesn't do that, but... Besides Kevon Looney being annoying and Klay Thompson being very bad, like, Warriors... I, I feel like the Warriors have been cruising in the playoffs. I've been saying it for about a month now. I'm, I'm like, I am not impressed. This is not... 2016 Warriors it's not and I thought that Boston and Boston this may this game this series may go six games but it will always be oh Warriors were just in it they either didn't play well or Boston did not did not live up to expectation expectations excuse me I felt that both teams Boston or Miami were going to be great matchups for the Warriors because Boston just doesn't know how to freaking play consistently and then Miami is just Jimmy Butler I'm like, oh, you just, st it's essentially Luka Doncic, except he's black, right? So it's like, oh, stop, either stop or slow his ass down, or you stop his teammates. That's it. That's it. And Golden State was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to stop his teammates, and then occasionally we're going to stop him. And that's how they freaking gentlemen swept the Dallas Mavericks. And I'm like, yeah, you can do the exact same thing to the to the heat i expected this series to be a little bit more closer but i'm always a fan of game twos over game ones in the sense of if the home team loses game one the adjustments should and can be made game two and they did they did and again boston shot awesome from three they did and they still got their asses whooped they got what they wanted from jason tatum if i told you game one jason tatum's gonna score 12 points, you're going to be like, oh yeah, they're going to lose. They won by like 30 points. Or technically, not 30, I'm thinking of game two. They won by 12. Oh no, excuse me, 14. It was 120, No, it was 108, right? 108, 107, somewhere. They won by 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. They won by double digits. Game two, if I told you Jason Tatum's going to win, or excuse me, score 28 points, you're like, oh yeah, they're going to win the basketball game and it's going to be 2-0 going Boston and it's just like no it's 1-1 going it looks like the way of the Warriors Warriors have all the momentum Boston is an inconsistent home basketball team and I think the Warriors probably take both games and then they take it back to Golden State and then we're done by like mid-January or not mid-January mid-June 
That's what I think. That's what I think. But I don't think this series goes long. Even the like the Heat series is another example where I'm just like, you guys should have closed this series out in like six games. The fact that it went to nine, not nine, seven, it's kind of a joke to me. And then the fact that even that seventh game was close to me, it, it blows my mind. Blows my mind. I'm like, I just... I don't like to say, Boston, they're not ready to win. I'm not like one of those old ass people that says that. But I just think that, they're, that they just need time to develop. Because who knows? They could actually, you know, maybe make a comeback. They actually could maybe make, you know, maybe do something. I'm not sure. However... We'll see on Wednesday. We'll see. Anyways, that's the podcast. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm tired. I got more building to go through. I don't know how much I'm going to get through. I want to watch uh, The Anchorman because it's on Netflix. A bunch of awesome movies are on Netflix. I want to watch that. Going to continue watching the mat, the match. And hopefully by this time tomorrow, I will have one fully assembled Lego Batman Uh, or more specifically, the Batman Lego Batmobile on my desk rolling around because it rolls and the pistons in the engine because it has pistons in the engine actually turn over when you freaking roll the car. The pistons turn. It's like like a real car. I'm very excited to build this, this, uh, this Batmobile. But I will see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for more 24th podcast.